0: And welcome to the Be Fairy Afraid podcast, the podcast where we like to shun off the sweet and fluffy fairy tales that we know and love and look instead more at the deep and dark depths of the sordid ones of the past. I'm Louise Atkinson.
1: And I'm Fiona Ridgewell. And this week we're talking flat pack furniture. Actually, talking of flat pack, don't you carry around a cardboard out of Chris Hemsworth? My future husband, yes I do. <laughs> it's not weird. And Prince Darling.
0: So, in the words of friend of the podcast, Jean-Baptiste Basile from his famous tale, The Enchanted Doe.
1: Shut your ears. No. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Close your ears. No. Open your ears. (laughs) Open your ears, shut your mouth, and hear what I have to tell you.
0: Very formal. <laughs> it was very
1: formal. Um, welcome to the podcast, <laughs> Louise. Thank you. I've got loads to tell you today. Have you? I can do a, a good or bad. You know, you like. good or bad option? Good or bad option. Yeah, I think I've got a good and a bad. I don't think that it's bad, bad.
0: Oh, so it's bad, <laughs> questionably good.
1: No, <laughs> no I think it is, it's good and it's good or bad. What do you want? Oh,
0: we're already on quite a roller coaster of <laughs> <around this laughs> I've been episode.
1: on a roller coaster of emotions all day.
0: Um, I'm going to go. Bad first. Really? So, well, so good picks me up and then I don't end on a downer.
1: Okay. but Okay, well, bad. Did you
0: want me to redo that and do a good first? No, no, we'll do bad.
1: <laughs> bad is an update on my insurance claim.
0: Oh, I'd forgotten about this.
1: As had I and the rest of the world. <laughs> I'm absolutely livid. It turns out... You have to I, go
0: on a penny farthing now everywhere, do you? Yeah. <laughs> I
1: don't understand insurance. It turns out like I, I've, I think I have quite, most of the time, and. Uh, optimistic point of view, I'll assume the best in people mm. and people are like, oh, how well, naive, oh, I life's just great for you. No, actually, because when it goes tits up, it hits me harder. <laughs> so it turns yeah. out you shouldn't have faith in people.
0: Oh, wow. We've done a real u test. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's the thing with me. I do come crashing down just like someone went crashing into the side <laughs> of my car and then claimed... Oh, not my fault.
0: How about that as a segue? Come not on. my fault. I didn't even
1: plan it. it just come out of my mouth. He said it's not his fault. He went, I I was oh. doing a three point turn, how I always do, I would assume that someone would stop.
0: But he apologised
1: yeah and i've got that in i sent the whatsapp conversation to the insurance i was like yes you did here is the
0: correspondence nice i was
1: fuming but that even the insurance weren't that helpful you know they were like well unless he admits it and i'm like but he's not and then i managed to get through to another girl and she was like if um it's not really up to him whether he thinks it's his fault or not the we'll look at the evidence and my sketches you said Done a bit so of art today. <laughs> That's the good news. No, it's not. Um, so you had a little bit of sketching, bit of correspondence, whacked that in.
0: I was, it's quite. It's going to be quite difficult for him because I saw your car, and for somebody to be like car was like that when I saw it I was just turning I'm like yeah and you've clearly gone fucking smack bang into somebody into the
1: side of my car I'm like
0: especially when he's doing a three-point turn. like he's clearly there is no unless he's Stevie Wonder there's no way he hasn't seen you there yeah
1: but he's saying I obviously didn't see him and I just kept moving forward I'm like if I move forward the damage would be at the front of my car not in the side precisely but so and I said that's the insurance and they were like well if he's saying and I was like who is this moron I'm speaking to (laughs) so I just kept calling back until I got a good one. nice and she seems to be quite helpful but it's still in the air and the car is not fixed and it is a month later
0: so that is the bad news that is bad news
1: the good news Hello, off we go. is i've moved in with my boyfriend
0: Yay! and he's still letting you stay there
1: it's been about 48 hours
0: <laughs>
1: but i think it's i think it's gonna last again there's that optimism
0: so <laughs> how it's gonna come crashing down
1: and um, We did flat pack furniture, and you survived. Well, no one called the other one a cunt. Should we yeah. say that? <laughs> Yeah,
0: because it's quite appropriate in that situation. Yeah, like
1: I I used to do flat pack furniture with my dad, mm. and he was an extremely aggressive man with it. <laughs> like to the point there'd be a lot of screaming and shouting, mm, mm-hmm. people running up the street. Like it was yeah. it was bad. So I didn't know you could just listen to Elvis Presley and um, we had a
0: very chill flat pack furniture. And experience. do flat
1: pack. I mean, it did take us two and a half days no
0: <laughs> it's actually still in the boxes we've just terraced the boxes on top of each other got a
1: new chest of drawers now new home um,
0: um so are you having a housewarming party when are we coming what am we... i coming what am i bringing mm-hmm. oh my god i mean
1: you can come along you can come to the flat it probably just me being you it's a one-bedroom flat um and there's a big chest of drawers in there so, so we'll be s- sitting one in each drawer we actually had a meltdown yesterday because we bought a microwave And he doesn't want to use his kitchen sides.
0: Where are you going to put it then?
1: Exactly. At one point it was on a windowsill. I was
0: like... what like a a prisoner
1: (laughs) but that's what the sides are for and he was like oh love i can't
0: i can't i'm having a meltdown so you have to like bracket it to the wall well he's the only man that i
1: know or human being that i know that um each time they want to use their kettle they have to get it out and plug it in
0: no that's weird
1: it's not just on the side no and the toaster of them are available to use you
0: have to sort of put prepare. in a request form you have to yeah you have to prepare
1: if you want to use the toaster you have to book out the toaster um, yeah it's, I just feel like in 48 hours I have become an adult I mean after 37 years it's been a real <laughs> build-up it's been a real slow build-up like I just realized being an adult it's just every night before we go to sleep he's like what do you want for dinner tomorrow night it's just it's knowing what you're gonna eat rather than just what you fancy. Do you remember when like, I could just, do, I just always had what I fancied at that yes, point. Yes, I remember
0: your mango chutney experience that you oh, had yeah. for breakfast. Yeah. Exactly, I was eating Dums and mango
1: chutney for breakfast because that's what I wanted. Whereas now it's like, because this needs to be eaten. Yeah. Why are you all doing that? It's so sad. Because we
0: Because we bought it, mate, and it needs using up and it costs money. Yeah. yeah, aren't all living off lollipops or whatever it is like you're doing. Some of us yeah. are having to make a stew once a week. Oh <laughs> yeah,
1: before what I wanted to eat in the night just depended on how many Kinder Buenos I'd had in the day. Like How
0: this 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 blags my head. How are you not like on some documentary where one for being like quite large because you eat like a toddler but on yeah. an adult portion size, <laughs> and also just for those, would you remember them shows from like was it the Naughties, whatever, the one of those? Uh, oh, what was that one? And they always had like a really large person on and a real thick, skinny person on, oh, and them. they would show how each other ate, and they put they put all the food into big test tubes. Oh god! And like the bigger person would obviously theirs would be full, and then on the skinny side of what they ate a week, it would be like a Kit Kat. Oh no, mine would tea. be full. Yeah, exactly. So why? Are you, but you're so skinny. I've got
1: big arms.
0: It <laughs> All goes to your arms. It's all in it? my arms. You're just Popeye. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's in my arms. But it turns out I did think I was like this optimistic, happy-go-lucky person. I just didn't have any responsibilities. Mm. And now I do. And I.
0: <sighs> so just so we're you're 37 and you've just moved out of your parents' house and are experiencing meals for the first time. <laughs>
1: yeah, because before they just sort of appear. Yeah, he introduced me to the yellow sticker aisle. What? I didn't know about
0: it. You didn't do the yellow stickers. They were just pretty yellow stickers to no, me. mate, like I used to be really good at this. I used to know the exact time. Yeah, he
1: does. It's horrible and he's and he treats it like it's like like he'll pick something and go for, look at that. Yeah. 37p so and I'm like you disgust me
0: that's me i'm like on the end of an aisle just keeping an eye on the staff yeah going, that's what he go, go 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 <laughs> oh no and just... you just lurk around them yeah. following them going that's exactly what i do why don't you do it anymore or you still do it i still do i just don't do it as like I, when i was at uni and in my 20s for quite a long time as well i would i would know like all the three local shops around me, and when they were doing their yellow, because they do them at different times. So yeah. some of them are like 4 p.m., some of them are later, and I would be able to do the rounds. And oh, I loved it. I would just come in, I'd be like talking to anybody who'd listen, you know, my housemates, my mom, some random on the street. That's I'm like, just does. got this quiche for 12p. And they're like, please stop talking to us. It's like we had a meal together
1: tonight, and he went, do you know, do you know what, love? <laughs> like, I'm thinking he's going to be like, isn't it nice if he's like, we're both eating for under a pound tonight. I'm like, this is not what candlelit suppers are about. That
0: is my pawn. Yeah, it is his pawn.
1: It's, <laughs> it's not my pawn. <laughs> like when I open our fridge, I'm just blinded by yellow stickers. It's like, you know, when oh, you the like dream. the light of heaven. It's just <laughs> So that's the good and the bad news. I think that's it really. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how I get on. Yeah. I'm gonna waste away to nothing.
0: Um Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eating yeah. proper meals and vegetables instead yeah. of living off Kinder Buenos. <laughs> of kinder
1: hippos, yeah. Um that's worse. <laughs> <laughs> the <They're> wafers. <out>. <laughs> <laughs> how was your week slash weekend slash life.
0: It was okay. I went uh I went up to North uh, again and I had a, I had a friend date with my best friend who lives in Leeds. Cool, nice. Yes, and we went out and we you will hate this, but we went on a little little walk.
1: Oh, nice. Around
0: yes. a country house. <laughs> and uh, that was very nice. Uh, they had like a fairy section on this walk. I would have liked that. I thought you would have liked this. And I really appreciated this. Um, they'd made little like pretend shops that the fairies lived in and it was planted in the forest. And one of them was an off-license uh, that was called Fairy Liquid. I was like, great pun. Uh, Excellent pun. Yeah, very good. But we walked to... Uh, like, because it was one of those country house things, they had one of those, you know, cafe areas. And we're like, oh, we'll go just go get some lunch and stuff in there. And there was an absolute kerfuffle happening. Because, you know, these places, like, you know, they're usually, the staff are quite young. Okay, yeah. And we all have to learn. So, if I'm usually, I don't mind that. That's that's fair. But I also love it because they usually, just like I was at 16, don't care. Yeah. Um, And there was a lot of assertive Yorkshire mums in the queue. And there was a bit of a hold up and I was listening in because I love, I love listening in. I love mm-hmm. being nursing, That's the, my porn. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And one of the mums was like, can I ask about the soup of the day? It, doesn't say, it just says soup of the day. And this poor 16 year old went, oh. and, when, <laughs> and went to the back, came back about 10 minutes later. I'm like proper dawdling, no sense of yeah. urgency whatsoever. Good for her. I gave her the best answer. She went, it's basically vegetable. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Which means they listed <laughs>
1: every ingredient. She switched off yeah, and went. Like, I that? heard vegetables.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then this one's like, "Well, what vegetables are in it?" And I'm half on her side because I'm like, "Maybe you want to know." But I'm half not. Cause I'm like, "Love, if, if you've got problems with vegetables, this soup is for you." Yeah. Just yeah. leave it be. And then the sixteen-year-old once again went, oh, "I'll go check for you." <laughs> like, shuffles to the back, and then the manager, who was at least nineteen, <laughs> comes out. And she's like, um, "the the thing is that there, is there's so many vegetables in the soup." Oh come on! <laughs> we can't tell you what's in it, and everyone else is getting so pissed off. And me and my best mate are howling with laughter. Yeah, um, I thoroughly—it was like a sketch comedy. I was thoroughly enjoying it. Uh, right, do you want to know what we're doing this week? Yeah, why not? Um, so I really wanted to do one that was by um, Madame. Noir, the one I told you about who's credited with coining the term fairy tales Ooh, okay yeah really big um, writer in, in uh, 16th 17th century France part of that Charles Perrault era like she was key brilliant writer and I really wanted to do one of her stories and but, she is two things number one an exceptionally talented writer number two a woman who waffles on because those stories oh. are incredible. Go and read them, but they are so long. So if we ever do one, it's going to be at least a two-parter. Oh, okay. So we'll have to work out if we're going to do that or not. Oh,
1: she's not done well with the stereotypes. Either, is she?
0: And the th- this is the thing, because I then looked at some of the other female French writers in that time. Great stories. Brilliant oh, waffling story. on. Very long. Oh, dear. Brilliantly written. Brilliantly written but long. <laughs> Here we are, two women, one <laughs> Here we are, attending to them in this modern day and age. God
1: damn it. So we've got a geezer in our place, have we?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, bring him out. What I we did got.
0: manage to find a French woman. Okay, Which nice. is a bit later. Um, Jean-Marie Le Prince de Beaumont, which I'm sure acts not Jean at all. Jean? Jean?
1: Jane? <laughs> is it Jean? 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 is that you? <laughs> it's gone from being like Paris to like fucking EastEnders. Jane? Jane?
0: Sorry, to the French opening. And
1: to Jeanne.
0: <laughs> she's fascinating and we should totally go for a pint with her if she was alive. Because so born in France <laughs> That's uh,
1: one requirement I have for my friends. They gotta <laughs> be breathing. They gotta be alive. Yeah, exactly.
0: So eighteenth century born a uh, middle class family. Um gets sent to a convent school for education, but she's very Uh, she keeps her Christianity with her for most of her life and you can see it through most of her stories and it grows and develops more as she ages but she's also very questioning of the Catholic faith and also thinks women should be playing more roles okay and it's encouraged very encouraging of women uh, to take up interest in politics and reform issues and things like this so she gets a job as a singing teacher at a school very prestigious school Mm. um, and has all kinds of experiences and including getting married to a dancer in secret and which is all very... A male dancer or a female? A male dancer. Okay. Um, it was all very sexy and all this, that and the other. That didn't end very well. It was very quick. And then she gets married to uh, Mr. de Beaumont, uh, which has the same issue of it doesn't last very long. He's has lots of infidelities, cheats on her loads of times. And she's like, do you know what? Fuck this. And she comes over to London. Right. She then gets a job as a governess. So she comes over, and she uh, starts being a governess, and she starts uh, using her writing to turn some of these folk tale stories, which uh, folk stories, which are traditionally for the purpose of entertainment and for explaining things to people. That's what oh. or the myths and legends. She t- she's the first one to be seen to using them for moralistic purposes. Going, do you know what these stories could be used to teach children the difference between right and wrong?
1: That's basically what you're doing with me, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, let's get Ridgewell in. teach you right and wrong. Oh, big ridges!
0: Anyway, <laughs> we're not kicking off as a nickname. I've told you this before. She's doing so. She, in her lifetime, she published, I think it was about seventy volumes of work, including books and magazines. She actually did a magazine where it had famous people contributing to it, including Voltaire. He was a very big guy in. <laughs> that time frame so the fact that she knew him <laughs> was a big deal right and the biggest thing she got though was she published a um, piece of work that was for parents and teachers in english school systems uh, to teach them how to deal with children going through adolescence okay she noticed it was a really big issue yeah um but while she was also in london she had another bit of a dalliance oh god with a french Does she ever have a day off with a french spy who was uh, spying for the British and is known as a huge traitor to France. Thomas uh, Pichon, or Thomas Tyrrell, as he's right. known. And this is all happening in, like, basically, Nova Scotia and Canada when we still were having wars about America. Mm. And he's giving loads of information to the to the British for loads and loads of money. He uh. also is a massive bell end, and she's obsessed with him. Oh, I think she's got attachment issues. hmm And he's then like, oh, I've pissed off a lot of people here. (laughs) I'm going to come and stay in your flat in London. So they then live together in sin. So anyway, she's obsessed with him. He's not that fast, but they're together. She then then goes with her daughter and son-in-law back to France. And he's like, I'm just going to stay here in your flat. So he stays there for 10 years, having numerous mistresses. She's still writing and being like, we're... You know, together. And it's just, it's awful. He's not a nice man. He's an interesting man, but he's not a nice man. Um Oh, also, you like this because I got confused with this. Yeah. I thought Charles Perrault was the one who wrote Beauty and the Beast. Okay. He wrote a version of it. Yeah. But it wasn't called Beauty and the Beast. The story Beauty and the Beast was first written by a woman called Gabrielle Suzanne Bardot de Villeneuve. Okay, thank you. And smashing that, (laughs) and definitely not butchering it at all. Her version was so different to what we know today, and it was quite complicated. It was very cumbersome. And um, uh, Marie de Beaumont's version is actually the version we probably know. She took it and simplified Uh, it. Oh, okay. Um, so it's actually her version that we probably know the most. There's a guy called um, Andrew Lang who's a really big fairy tale. Presence, he's a British right. guy, and we'll be doing one of his stories at some point. He used her version when he was compiling all of his fairy tale books. He credits her as, Oh, I got this from this woman.
1: Okay, and did you say, Sorry, the woman that she sort of doled it down from, mm. dumbed it down from, um, not doled it down, <laughs> was she French as well? Yeah, okay, so it probably because obviously the Disney version is set in France, isn't it? Would they have always done that?
0: Yeah, well, this is so this is a problem I had with the story we're doing this week. So we're doing one called, well, it's originally called Prince Sherry, but. Um, Andrew Lang translated it to be called Prince Darling. Okay. So it is her version, but the real original version was in La Francais. and any books I had in it were in La Francais. So yeah. I've had to get a file, and we're having to use my Kindle this week in some oh, sort of Oh, it's modern, not the same. What does that same. smell of? What?
1: <laughs> you know, I love a smelly futuristic book. <laughs> advancement. Is what it
0: smells of. So, yes, so we're doing uh, Prince Arling. And uh, I think you're going to really like this one, actually. It's a very sort of traditionally fairy tale. There's lots of voices.
1: Oh, and you know I like a voice. I yeah, know you like a voice. Can I ask one more question mm-hmm. about um the... Marie de Beaumont. Yeah, thank you. He lived in our flat. Yeah. For 10 years. Like, did she die still with him? Like, was that her man till the end then?
0: Well, she Just... died. She, want, she had a... Um, towards the end of her life, she wanted to be more involved in Catholicism and sort of bouton to her French roots, it would seem by the sound of it. So she moved, I think it was Burgundy with her daughter and son-in-law and she died there without him. But I actually don't know if she was still, she corresponded with him for 10 or 12 years. I don't know if it finishes because she died or I don't know if it finished right before that. Um, What an ass. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yes, so I found an English translation, okay. which is good, because me speaking French wasn't going to be good for any anybody. Me
1: hearing French, not good for anyone.
0: <laughs> I had a I have a French friend, not to brag, and I remember when we... Sometimes I would try and talk to her when we first met, and I love her so much, and one of the reasons I love her is because she's so blunt and frank. Um, I would try and talk to her in French, and she would always respond in English. And I would be like, why don't you let me speak French? And she was just like, please, I, I don't say this to be rude, but um when you try and speak French it sounds like you have rocks or gravel in your mouth and it is not pleasant for me to listen to <laughs> fair enough Marie yeah fair enough fair you love right so um, yes Prince darling short but sweet and I think you're gonna love it let's go ready yeah crack on off we go Once upon a time, there was a king who was so kind-hearted that he was called the good king. One day, during a hunt, a little bunny jumped into his arms, scared to be killed by the dogs. Apart from the dog
1: killing, the, the dogs killing the bunny, this is exactly how I'd want any of Harry Towns um, to yeah, start. I generally A when I really saw- kind man, <laughs> a fluffy bunny... Like, what more can I want from life? This is the life, this is the world I live in. <laughs> They're kind. There's a fluffy bunny. Oh, someone hit my car. Fuck you all. Yeah, it's a real but,
0: shame. And the next sentence, and the insurance fucked them both <laughs> <yeah>. up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but otherwise, I love it. And once upon a time as well.
0: Yes, please. I honestly think you're going to, I think this might be your favourite one. Okay. The king petted the animal and said, So I have to do a king voice. Mm. And I'm thinking, uh, old and wise and a bit posh and gruff. So it, um, this is what I'm going for, right? The king petted the animal and said, <clears throat> I will make sure nobody will hurt you. That evening, a fairy appeared in the room of the king. She spoke to the king. So now, this is French fairy tale, Lance. Remember, a fairy's not like a pixie or something like that. It's uh, like a witch or an enchantress or some sort of magic woman. I'm going Southern but Belle. A lot of, a lot of artistic mm.
1: decisions been made prior to this reading, isn't it? Because,
0: babe, with the <laughs> respect what's usually been happening is i come and i'm like what do you think of this voice and then you try to do this and then i'm like oh i'll just do something else then so i've That's all
1: i've got in the remit
0: <laughs> so i've just i've made some i've read it once through and right, i've made some go decisions. on then
1: you seven bell
0: well i'll do a sentence and then you can decide okay always okay. is that yours?
1: Yeah, seven bell <laughs> was
0: not well ashamed. <laughs> that evening a fairy appeared in the room of the king she spoke to the king I'm fairy Candide. I wanted to see if you're as kind as everybody says you are that's why I changed myself into a rabbit and ran into you in need. I want to thank you for what you have done. you can make one wish.
1: Right, so she's the bunny rabbit.
0: Yeah, so she was the bunny <laughs> she was the bunny <laughs> She was the bunny and she yeah she was like, I heard you were nice, I wanted to test you and you passed so you get a wish.
1: Okay because he picked it right? and was like oh, bunny
0: <laughs> The king answered. Dear fairy, I only have one son. His name is Sherry. Can I make a wish for him? So he's got his one wish and he's so selfless. He's giving it to his son. Sounds like
1: it, but I feel like there's going to be a twist. Of
0: course, said the fairy. Shall I make your son the most handsome, the richest, the most powerful? (laughs) Yes, (laughs) please." No, said the king. None of that. What good will beauty, riches or power be to him if he is a bad person? It is kindness that gives life meaning. I would be very grateful if you made him a good person. That's all he wants for his son.
1: Okay, yeah, he still seems like a good egg. Yeah. And yeah. hence his
0: name, the Good King.
1: Yeah, but I'm just very cynical today.
0: Yeah, because of your insurance. <laughs> what you needed was the good, someone answering your insurance claim going, hello, good king. <clears throat> so he
1: just wants him to be kind. I should I wish that's all my mum wanted from me. Go on, sorry.
0: Wow, that was a therapy <laughs> session that just popped up out of nowhere, wasn't it?
1: No, they're yeah, very supportive, just uh, not big on kindness. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and if you'd like to hear the rest of Fiona's therapy session, they're usually on Wednesday evenings. I... Join BetterHelp. <laughs> no, I would be very grateful if you made him a good person. I understand, said the fairy, but I can't. Sherry has to strive to be a good person himself. I can give him good advice and I can punish him for his mistakes if he doesn't correct himself. All right, said the king and said goodbye to the fairy.
1: I think that is a good life lesson because when things are handed to you, like, you know, like those lottery winners that get money and then apparently they get rid of it because they don't feel like they've earned it. Like He needs to learn to be kind. What
0: lottery winners are doing that? All of them. No, oh, they're not there. There's a
1: psychology thing. Like, say you're like very working class and you win the lottery. Apparently, because you haven't earned it, there's this feeling of like I've got to give, I've got to give it away, I've got to get rid of this. Like subconsciously, and a lot of them get rid of it.
0: Well then these people don't deserve it and I should be winning because I wouldn't be that daft.
1: I dunno. You buy me a lot of donuts and stuff.
0: <laughs> that, that's because you're a child and you're like <laughs> I've had to have a proper meal today. I'm like, Oh, I'll get her a donut. So she chills out a bit and she's an arse on <laughs> the podcast.
1: Um but yeah, I think that's a
0: good way I don't think I, I always feel like that with these wishes. These wishes. One, Anytime I've been brought upon by a genie, oh fucking wishes again.
1: But even like in Aladdin, they get the wish done and it doesn't it doesn't work out how they want
0: it to. The yeah, idea of it is different to the reality. That's because these dumbasses don't understand the intricacies of phrasing i would be like drawing a contract up with every legal scenario tapered out of, what a fun film how could I, <laughs> I don't know why it's not been commissioned <laughs> but i would work out every interpretation of that phrase and make sure it's limited and extensively worded so that i got exactly what i wanted so i wouldn't be like i want a house i'd be like i want a house in this longitude and latitude location i want it to last for this many years i want it to also include interior design of this caliber like i would Go all out. Yeah. I'm
1: not daft. Real Buzzkill vibes.
0: Uh, you could say that, but when you're sat there in your magic carpets, run off with your house and all the other, and I'm sat there in my castle going, it's gonna last hundreds of years this, because I made it so. And they'll have a big oil <coughs> painting of me in the in the foyer going, and this woman is the one who created this castle and made sure we could have it for centuries. I'd be like, You're welcome.
1: But who are you talking to in that castle because no one wants to be around you? Because you uh, think keep drawing up these contracts.
0: If I'm in a castle, everybody would want to be around me. Everybody wants we've known this for a fact. Everybody wants to be around me now with the no money, so it's a damn fact they'll want to be around me with money. Because people are daft.
1: No, I've activated her. Back to the story. Back to the story. So,
0: fairy said...
1: Yeah, just back to it like nothing happened. Cool, <laughs> yeah. Because that was really a therapy session for me. <laughs> right.
0: Fairy said, I can't make him a good person, but I can keep an eye on him. Yeah. Right? So that's what she said she could do. Not long after the good king passed away and Sherry got a visit from the fairy, I made your father a promise, she said. Here is a special ring. Take good care of it. It is worth more than you know. Every time you do something wrong, it will sting you. So he's got this magic ring. And any time you're going to be bad or naughty or whatever, it's going to...
1: Yeah, so when she said she couldn't do much about it, I've mean, <laughs> giving someone some sort of like electric current ring. she's She's doing more than I thought she would.
0: The first period, Sherry behaved so well that the ring didn't sting him at all. But when he returned from a hunt one day and hadn't caught anything, he was so annoyed that he kicked his loyal dog. Oh. At that moment, the ring pricked his finger like a needle. Good. Yeah, right? So he's just gone real arsey. I'm big on dogs. Yeah, and just, poof, kicked the dog it, in the no. face. What is this? He yelled. That fairy has tricked me. What good is it to be a ruler of such a big kingdom if I can't treat my dog the way I want to? So he's not even sad about it. He's like, I should be allowed to do whatever the hell I want.
1: That's a really good voice because I hate him. Right? Yeah, I really dislike him. Mm-hmm. Even, even the sort of mannerisms you did there.
0: <laughs> Mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, apologies. <laughs> As you were. I am not mocking you, a voice sounded in his head. You are cranky and you have misbehaved. A great ruler rules with kindness and doesn't let a bad mood waver him. So you can hear this voice and this is moral direction. Sherry's behaviour didn't get any better. The ring often pricked him until he bled. One day he threw the ring away in anger. So he ain't getting better and it's just making him bleed. Yeah. And he's like, my solution here is to not be a nice person. It's to throw the ring away, which to be fair... It's not the daftest thing he's done.
1: No, but she did point out, sort of, it's worth a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. But she did, I know she didn't mean monetary value, but yeah. take heed, mm. Sherry. Sherry started behaving so badly that nobody liked him anymore. One day, he met a beautiful girl named Zelly. Head over heels in love, he asked her to marry him. But Zelly said... Even though I am poor as dirt, I cannot marry someone who behaves so badly. I
1: wonder, how did they get to know each other? Like, How do you get to know her enough that he loves her?
0: Oh, this is fairy Tale Yieldyland. He's literally just seen her in the street.
1: Oh, okay. And been like, she's mine. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, but fair play to her, because she's had the richest, most powerful man in, let's say, wherever she lives. Mm. She could have had all that money and she went, I'm poor. But it's irrelevant of how poor I am I still can't marry you because you are that much of a villain so the prince was distraught and gave his officers the order to bring Zelly to his palace so she's redacted him and his response has been well I'll kidnap you then because that'll win you over that's exactly
1: what I'd expect from him
0: <laughs> it's also my plan for when I run into Chris Hemsworth
1: just kidnap him yeah
0: will you marry me no right get him let's go okay but this is my cunning plan
1: to kidnapping, that's sh- okay. I think, no. well, I just think more planning.
0: I mean, I've got the cardboard cut out of him in my living room at the minute so I can get used to him I being around me. I did see that
1: on Instagram and I decided not to comment.
0: Rude. <laughs> my friend's bought him for me in lockdown. And when we were like, oh go- God, this is
1: a low moment, really?
0: Uh, it was brilliant because we, it was also that time when you were just allowed to go out and have a drink with like four friends. So there was yeah. the three of us, and then we took Chris with us. Like we were just taking him around in a blue Ikea bag, and then we'd get to the bar, pop him up, <laughs> and just oh, have a drink. And everyone was like, are you okay? We're like, totally fine. <laughs> <The thing> is- <laughs> everyone had just been locked up for like however many months. They were just like, anything's normal now. Um, right, so he kidnapped Ellie, brought her back to his palace. One day he decided to go to her room where she was locked up, but she had disappeared. One of the king's councilmen was named Solomon. He was a wise man and the only one who dared to tell Sherry about his mistakes. The other councilmen only wanted to please the prince with sweet talk, and they said it was Solomon who helped Zelly escape.
1: Grasses,
0: right? No one likes he a dumb lads. Yeah, this Solomon though—he's one of the few lads that's been like, "You need to calm yourself here. You're being a mm. bell end." So obviously Sherry's not keen. The prince was enraged and ordered his soldiers to capture Solomon. Sherry withdrew to his room and with a big thunderclap, the fairy Candide appeared. Thank God. Right. So she's going to teach him. You have become a monster, she said sternly. I will transform you into the animals that will show you for who you really are. A lion for your anger, a wolf for your greed, a snake for your lack of respect, and a bull for your cruelty. Turn, Turn
1: him into four different animals? So I could have an
0: amalgamation of four, to reflect each part of his horrendous personality. Oh, okay. so
1: like, he'll look like a wolf, and then when he speaks, like a big, like, snake tongue will come out.
0: And just like that, Sherry changed into a remarkable beast and found himself in a pit dug by hunters. So oh, they've He's been caught as well. Yeah, because he's also a rare animal. Like, people are going to go, let's go for this, right? He was captured and brought to the capital of his kingdom. When he arrived, he heard a big applause. Supposedly, Prince Sherry was fatally struck by lightning. The people had chosen a new ruler, the wise Solomon. So he's come back. That's a quick turnaround, isn't it? That's how much they hated him. They heard he's been killed by a lightning strike Whee! yeah and they've elected solomon in his place he's the one he hates the most
1: but also i wonder what those guards are like now because exactly. who are they working for now
0: With it yeah would you have got rid of them
1: i would if i was solomon
0: yeah Well, they grassed me up but maybe because he's such a wise man and he's like oh keep your friends close and your enemies closer so maybe he knows it's better to keep them close because if he expels them and this is their only job they're going to get pissed off and maybe they're going to revolt. So to keep them happy, he's like, maybe they have to do like some sort of training exercise. You know, like the e-learning ones. I was going for the e-learning, not squid game. <laughs> no, 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 I was going for let's sit down and do a health and safety check of oh, the castle. Oh, okay. Like, Where was okay. you going? What if four people got shot and you got to learn from it? Oh, more like... like Green
1: light. Like Dave was in this situation. <laughs> yeah. What should he have
0: done? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Dave was carrying a bayonet up the turret to the castle. He tripped on a pig's bladder. What should he have done? <laughs> bend his knees. Bend his oh, that's knees. Always, that's always the answer to
1: all those questions. Should have bent your knees.
0: You know, when I worked at a wine warehouse, you had to do an exam in picking up a box for health and safety. Yeah, I
1: worked in a car do. Oh, did you have do to the do the same, same? thing? Yeah. Did,
0: do you have to do it? Where you have to walk up and you have to ascertain the potential weight of the box and yeah. then bend down and pick it up
1: in front of several people in front of several
0: people who have to grade you yeah imagine if you, who's failed who walks over to the box and goes actually <laughs> i'm just gonna kick it out
1: mind blown <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna get in it see if i can lift it from the inside <laughs> yeah i remember as well when i did it it was all the other new people as well so as long as the first one got it right hang
0: on were you not a new person
1: yeah but so we was say so there was like five new people we had to do it in front of the other new people oh, as well right. so we were like tested in front of the other new ones the way
0: you phrased it I thought you meant the rest were new people and I was having to be tested <laughs> for doing, the doing a retest I was doing a retest
1: no but this is weird they made us do the test for picking up boxes but when the warehouse set on fire <laughs> like because there's these robots in the ceiling right
0: Oh no, hang on, I'm <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. You need it's to... a lot
1: to get into a podcast.
0: You need to back up there. First of all, the warehouse was just on fire, which is the worst way to pick up a box if you're causing the old warehouse to be on fire. So the warehouse, of... but there was <laughs> there was <laughs> robots in the ceiling. Yeah, so
1: there's these robots that go around in the ceiling and they collect the shopping and they pass it down to me. They're doing all the heavy lifting, to be honest, these robots. But because they're robots, when they set on fire, they didn't know they was on fire. So they carried on getting the shopping. So they're like going around this grid in the ceiling, just setting more and more of the warehouse on fire. So the warehouse went on fire. Then anyway, after a few days, or weeks, or whatever it was, we were allowed to go back into the warehouse, but some of it was still sealed off because it was on fire. Without any, it was
0: still on fire. Oh, sorry,
1: um, like it was still like hadn't been fixed. Right. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, without any training, they were just like Fiona. Could you go up and be a fire marshal? They just sent me into the <laughs> roof
0: with a high vis jacket.
1: Yeah, they didn't even tell me what I was meant to do if I saw a fire, and then I realised I was like, I don't even know what I do if I see a fire, and they're like, just shout fire.
0: I mean, yeah, like just be. Basically, they needed you to be a real life fire alarm. Yeah, well, that was the thing because the the warehouse wasn't fixed, none of the
1: fire alarms were working, so I was the fire alarm, but I didn't get any training on how to be a fire alarm. (laughs) But I got trained on how to lift a fucking box. I was like, can we get some priorities, please? Um anyway I survived.
0: I would have enjoyed being a fire alarm. I would have changed my sound every hour.
1: <laughs> you can't go off unless there is a fire. I could, oh, so I could would have you a have false gone alarm. like would you have gone like wah, wah. Yeah. that was a test. That was a please ignore it. that was a test. Oh
0: if it was if it was a fire and then it wasn't, and then I'd have another sound going wah, wah. <laughs> Sorry guys, false alarm. I don't think you
1: understand <laughs> that at that point I was in a very dark place and I only had <laughs> options to work there. So I wasn't gonna fuck about, okay? <laughs>
0: Anyway, sorry, where were we? Right, so the people have chosen a new ruler, Solomon. They're doing
1: their e-learning. Yeah, Yeah, they're doing, it. The, yeah they're doing their e-learning I the forgot, the what call. am I like?
0: So, and Sherry's rocked back. He's seen everybody. He's cheering because they think he's dead.
1: Yeah, and he knows that, right?
0: Yeah, he knows that. Sherry was panting with anger. There was Solomon on his throne, encouraged by the people who were hugging him. I have a voice for Solomon now. And because I imagine, for some reason, I imagine he's quite large and wise, I'm going to go for a Hagrid attempt.
1: Oh, lovely. Yes. West please. Country. Yeah. Well,
0: I always feel the West Country is, they sound like they've got wisdom and magic. Yeah, and and very always, warm. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm thinking. So there was Solomon on his throne and coached by the people who were hugging him. I accept the throne temporarily, said Solomon, <laughs> because it is meant for a Prince Sherry. A fairy told me that he hasn't died but shall return kind hearted. He was surrounded by bad people who had a bad influence on him. Deep inside, he is a good person. The fairy told me he's not dead. It's just he's been led astray. So I'm holding it as a custodian. It's a very nice man. It's yeah. yeah. you
1: can be too nice. But carry
0: on. These words made Sherry sad and he felt much sorrow for his behaviour. That's why he obeyed the one who was in charge over him and was beating him constantly. So the hunter who's... Yeah, he's beating the shit out of him. Yeah. Um, and he's like, but I, I've been a bad person, so I'm going to take this. Which I don't think is the best no, move. No, he's like, making some rash decisions. Really bad choices. One day, this man was attacked by a tiger. I also don't know where they are. That <laughs> <way>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But also, again, <laughs>
1: once there's a lizard tongue man with a big mane <laughs> and, you know, yeah. hoofs for feet or whatever he's got, <laughs> yeah, there can be a him, tiger. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, not the shock. <laughs>
0: One day, this man was attacked by a tiger. Sherry fought against the beast and saved the life of a man. A good deed shall be rewarded," said a voice. And to Sherry's joy, he transformed into a dog. So he's now just one animal, which is the dog that he he kicked a dog. Well, though, didn't I wondered he? this. I was like, is he the dog that he kicked? Like, he's either the same.
1: Yeah, he's been brought back, but to the same level of the thing that he was treating like shit.
0: What dog do you think you'd be?
1: Oh I'd definitely be a lap dog. Really? Oh yeah, I'm not I'm not one for outdoorsy. I'd be one that's all snuggled on the sofa in front of a warm fire. Um, getting my butt, belly my butt rubbed <laughs> well, Hello. oh go on rub my butt go on Trisha rub my butt no uh, <laughs> getting my belly rubbed I'd probably be like yeah like a cockapoo or a bichon friege or something oh okay what would you be
0: well so I always thought I'd be some really mardy dog like, I like that I
1: like, always thought
0: like, well yeah like you know like a bulldog like a face, like a smacked ass yeah one. but someone once said to me, he was like, you've got a real golden retriever energy." I'm like, "What's wrong with your dog that you think I've got a golden retriever energy?" Oh, I don't know. Yeah, they're happy and preppy and up for everything all the time. And I'm like, I do. But also,
1: pay. I don't want you to be offended by this. Oh, but you know, like no. um, in um, oh oh, what's the one with like the the um golden retrievery type thing, the boxer and the cat. Homeward bound. Homeward bound. You've got that, yeah, you've got the vibe of the old dog in that. The old dog? Yeah, you know, like, (laughs) it's like, what does he say when
0: he's like, Am I about to be incredibly offended here?
1: He was just too old.
0: He was just too (laughs) old. I'm younger than you. Yeah, but
1: you've got so much wisdom. It's like, (laughs) she's been here before.
0: What a great scene! And if
1: you went missing because for, you for doing... a length of time, I'd assume you were dead. No, that's... <laughs>
0: exactly. And when you were doing your pressure there of the dog of I mean, his decrepit walk, yeah. that wasn't she's got wisdom. That's You're like this dog because you also walk, like you could keel over at any minute.
1: He comes over the hill like, Jesus, that was a <laughs> real <laughs> Just for me. I made it back, but I'll die within days. <laughs> that's your vibe. <laughs> No? Whereas I come over like, hello, I'm back, I made it back, you never doubted me, did you? Hello, hey, woohoo! <laughs> don't worry about all the stuff that nearly happened to us, we
0: nearly died so many times there were trains, oh, don't worry, I'm having a great time. Whoa. That's why that girl didn't retrieve his knackered, he's had to put up with you for God knows how yeah. like, oh, I've had I to mean, deal
1: with this. <laughs>
0: this dynamic reminds me of that film. It's like that woman from Titanic, it's been eight to four years.
1: <laughs> Paint me like one of your French
0: girls. Paint me like one of your French bulldogs. He's <laughs> <laughs> been turned into a dog. i um, His new owner was happy with him, but he barely had money for food. Sherry almost died of hunger. One day, he wanted to eat his daily piece of bread when he saw a skinny young girl. He gave her the bread and suddenly heard loud scream. He has barely anything to eat, but he's seen someone in a really bad position. He was like, I still need to share my food. And in doing that, he's heard somebody else scream. scream. It was Zelly who had been taken by four men. She ain't having the best of luck, is she? She's kidnapped by that lot, and now she's been kidnapped by another lot. I'd like to
1: know the time frame for all
0: this. Mm, This poor girl. Sherry longed to help her and barked hard, even though he was kicked mercilessly. At that moment, a voice said, a good deed will be rewarded, and Sherry changed into a white dove. Okay, is that a step up? Well, for days, he flew around hoping to see Zelly. So to give him a better... Bird's eye view. Bird's eye view. Being a bird. Yeah, okay. He found her bent over next to a beggar and flew down on her shoulder. She stroked his feathers and whispered that she would always love him. And at that moment, Sherry returned his normal self. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Is that the end? It's not the end. Good. Good. I just feel like this whole love is enough and love will change the.
0: Fuck off. You are a dichotomy because it's all fate, this, and we should all be kind and love this. And when it comes to anything to do with love. I've been burnt, I
1: told you. I don't <laughs> care for it. It's nonsense. I don't care for it.
0: Oh, and how, sorry, how is the 48 hours with your boyfriend going? Really yeah. well, is it? Great.
1: Right, we can build a chest of drawers and that's what you need to survive. You don't is that need in any love. of your fairy tales? <laughs>
0: You don't need they love, went to you...
1: Ikea. They built a wardrobe. Yeah. They lived happily ever after. Pragmatic, not romantic. Pragmatic. I'm you. ready to go
0: to Narnia, not for love. Thank you very much. <laughs> Let's prioritise as a garden life. <laughs> the beggar turned into Fairy Candide. Come, she said. I will bring you to the palace where Sherry can claim his crown, for which he is worthy now. <laughs> Sherry and Zelly ruled long and happily. The ring that from that moment on he wore again hardly ever pricked him again and that is the end of the story
1: i do like the story i
0: thought you'd like it yeah i do
1: like the story okay so this thing is if you can be kind kindness is better than money
0: don't Saying it like that, like it's just, oh, like kindness is better than money. What a disgusting thing to learn from the story. Oh, no, it's not. But I just think you should
1: know that. I don't think you should have to learn that. I think that you should just know.
0: <laughs> this is <for> children,
1: <laughs> and how do you learn it? For well, they're idiots. <laughs>
0: I'll tell you what there's a lot of adults who don't know this, and I think this should be retaught. Well,
1: that's my issue. I just think they should already know, and people should know that. I don't think they should have to be like constantly electrocuted or whatever <laughs> was happening to him to go. Well, I should probably be nice to people. Is
0: this coming back to your hatred of knowledge? And you're like, people shouldn't have to be taught things because <laughs> knowledge is shit. We should just know In the, all of this stuff. What happened to instincts? <laughs> Where
1: did instincts go? What happened no, to them? What happened to them? What happened to going with your gut, guys? <laughs>
0: Um, Well, as most of my friends have IBS, I would ask none of them to trust their (laughs) gut, to be honest with you. If anything, don't trust your gut. Prepare for the worst, (laughs) always.
1: Don't you think she would always feel like he tricked her a little bit?
0: This is, I don't think Zelly gets a good. No, I don't think he's. She says, and it was a big thing of it, because she's poor, to be like, I could have had everything here, but I can't, and I'm going to stick to my roles because you're a twat. Mm. She then gets kidnapped because of that and has to have an escape attempt. A successful one as well. She has, She's escaped successfully. Only for her to be free and wandering about to then get kidnapped again one day by some men. And what? All to teach him a lesson? Yeah, exactly. And she sits there. She enjoys the company of a white dove. Yeah. <laughs> That <laughs> she's ha- like, look at my new pet. I love my new pet. And then it turned into a man going, ha-ha, tricked you. You love me. And get like, that
1: wedding dress like on.
0: I would my hamster when I was younger. I was like, I love you, Hammy. And then it turned into some <laughs> crassiness. M- I'm like, <gasps> oh! To- now you have to marry me. You said you loved me. What? <laughs> like, I would be... I couldn't curb. Yeah. She doesn't get a choice. um, Because the fairy's like, ha-ha, you said you loved him. That's what changed him into yeah, a man Yeah, I just
1: don't... I don't think that's fair either, that she's then... Been- suddenly got to marry him mm. and and was she kidnapped twice to teach him a lesson well, well he kidnapped her once but the four blokes is that co- are we believing that's coincidence
0: uh, yeah I don't know what we don't know we don't know those blokes
1: well I don't think it's coincidence <laughs> <or is. laughs>
0: yeah this fairy's a bit this, of a this fairy really. seems when
1: to him. fucking be everywhere I think she's had a hand <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think she's the
1: one who sort of put the um the money out to get the four blokes to kidnap her yeah
0: so what do you think the moral is?
1: Well the moral is that be kind, isn't it? Yeah. Be kind over anything else. Bunny, looks, all that. Basically what the geezer said in the first sentence. What use is any of the riches and the looks if he's not a nice bloke?
0: I wish you'd have translated this. And just at the end, just pay attention to what that geezer wrote in the first sentence. To be honest, wouldn't continue. Do you know what? Two stars. If, <laughs> the, if the
1: other four pages get stuck together, doesn't matter. You won't need him. You don't need them. The moral is... At the beginning, <laughs> um,
0: and here's a doodle I did of what I think the animal is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's
1: a picture of the beast. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah. no, that's
0: pretty much it. Um, empathy and kindness towards others will make your life better, as kindness gives life meaning.
1: Can I say something about that?
0: <sighs> With that arsey expression on your face? Yes, please do.
1: Well, I'm a cancerian, so I'm oh, a big, e- f- I'm a big sake. empath, and also. To be honest, I think that's why it's taken me till I was 37 to meet someone nice and settle down because a lot of the time I I empathise too much with I'm not saying I'm great. <laughs> it sounds like I am. I empathise too much with people and I let them get away with too much. Cause I'm like, well, they did they treated me like that because of XYZ. You know how Zelly's just forgiven him for the kidnapping and stuff. I mean, <laughs> I've never been kidnapped, but I've let things go.
0: <laughs> to be fair, she hasn't said she's forgiven him. We find out that she has skipped. And then what we know is that when she got turned into a white dove, we know that they got married, but we don't know that
1: If she was happy we about don't know it. it oh, did it say they lived happily? It said
0: they lived happily.
1: But We all know you don't you can't really mm, tell from the outside.
0: And to be honest, she probably figured out, do you know what? This money has made me happier than when I was poor and kept getting kidnapped. And getting <laughs> kidnapped,
1: yeah. At least there's security here.
0: Yeah, and Solomon's there and he's the top lad.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: You liked the fairy story. What you didn't like, and I can't say this enough, is the moral. <laughs>
1: yeah, but I like the fluffy bunny. You liked the bunny? I liked um the fact that the, the, the circular nature of he kicked a dog and then he was turned into a dog. Yeah. Because it's like you'll have to live that experience. Because then he was getting kicked as well. Do you know what I mean? No, oh, this isn't one of your other things where
0: you all think we come back as a...
1: Well, P- I did believe that for a while. <laughs> I did believe that for a while. I've sort of gone off that idea now. <laughs> <laughs> for a while, I thought maybe we did come back.
0: And what were you coming back as?
1: Well, I think I've been quite nice in this lifetime, so I'd assume someone better.
0: Was it you thought you were coming back as a flamingo, but then you bought too many flamingos?
1: Oh, that's my spirit animal. That's, oh, I don't that's know. a flamingo. But do you know what? Do you know? I'll link that. So a flamingo represents balance because they stand on one leg. And my boyfriend is a Libra, and they're represented by the scales, which represent balance.
0: Wow, that is a clutch at straws no, there, so isn't I, it? I, yeah, I brought him towards me.
1: I manifested him. Uh, he doesn't know that, so please don't, <laughs> don't tell him that. He just, Him going out with me wasn't by choice. I made that happen with my mind. My big old empathetic mind.
0: So you thought I was weird for kidnapping Chris Hemsworth and using the tactic he used, but um, you've actually just led this poor bloke into a relationship.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I think you're confused. I think it was weird that you were carrying around a six foot cutout <laughs> of Chris in with, also weirdly, within an IKEA bag over his head How? practicing.
0: I would never put an IKEA bag over Chris Hemsworth's head. Obviously, I filled him up, and his head was poking at the top, so he could see where we were going. I'm not
1: just him holding a pina colada (laughs) as he was carried around (laughs) to different bars. You like
0: pina coladas? I'm being an IKEA bag.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I think we've we've both unravelled, and I think if anything, this is therapy for both of us.
0: Yeah, it's cheaper, isn't it?
1: It is. Please like and subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, Apple or wherever it is that you get your podcasts. And follow us on TikTok and Instagram at BeFairyAfraidPod. Thanks for listening.